GMP fans, we were dark last week like a bunch of lehuzers. But this week we are back with a vengeance because we're doing Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Alrighty then. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. I just want to dance like he dances in the club when he's like... <laughs> Alrighty then, we are here. We're back. We're here. We were dark last week, meaning uh, like they use that term on Broadway, where uh, we weren't here. And also in war, don't they? In war, I guess. Sure. Zero, zero Dark Thirty. And at is night, that, when it's right, dark when it's out. dark. Yeah. Uh, uh, we were dark last week. Mm-hmm. I'm sure something was going on in this studio. Like colors, if you're describing colors. Uh, yeah, I'm sure something was going on here other than us. I don't think they just locked the door. It. I doubt Zach, it. Zach, do they just, is it like a moratorium on anything in the studio when we're not here? Say yes. Yes. Okay, it is. Cool. See, his silence. Mm-hmm. The booth is dark right now. There's no <laughs> we, one in there. Uh, we instantly move on when you're not here. <laughs> in, instantly move on to sadness? And we, don't, and we don't feel guilty about it. I don't, it's matter, it's you like, should not. You should not feel guilty. I like Good segue to guilty movie pleasures. Yes. Thank you. We are, we're doing Ace Ventura Pet Detective, the 1990, God, when did this come out? 1994 classic. I was 12 years old when this movie came yeah. out. And there were certain jokes in here that I did not understand. I didn't understand most of them, I as thought it turns she out. actually had hemorrhoids in the end when I was 12. I, I didn't know what to think. It took somebody explaining to me that that was a cock and balls back there. I, I just knew that it was a man, and then I was confused by the reveal. Funny story, though. Because her name, the actress's name is Sean Young. Yeah. At 12 years old, I was like, that was a really convincing man. I, like, almost woman. looked it up last night. You mean when you were 12, you were confused? <laughs> when I, was I Like, when I rewatched it and then saw the credits, I was like, nuh-uh. She was in Blade Runner, but I didn't know Blade Runner when I was 12. So I was just like, whoa, Sean looked a lot like a woman. She was- he was pretty hot. And Standing thinking, ovation. I don't know why I talked like that when I was 12. That's, this you, is my 12-year-old back It was voice. a choice you made back then. I sound like peer pressure. Jersey Shore. You were, you were moving oh. up to high school soon. There was a lot going on. I was wondering how, if we did the show entirely in Ace Ventura voice, oh. how long that could go before the audience would go insane. I think uh, because eternity. Because the, the limit's 85 minutes <laughs> when it's Jim Carrey. And you want more, though, right? You do. Yeah. It's just every line he says is kind of weird. Like... Uh, I should have gone to the bathroom before this podcast because I'm going to have to tinkle in about 20 minutes. Like that, like normally I would just be like, oh man, I should have peed before I got so in here. So wait, but was that, are you that saying that me. as Ben or are you yeah. saying that as Ace? Like for instance, oh, gotcha. I, here's, here's as Ben. Yeah. Oh, I hope I switch my phone to airplane mode so it doesn't buzz during mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. Ace would be, holy testicle Tuesday. I hope I switch my phone to airplane mode so it doesn't buzz on the show. Yeah, see, I, I have no regrets. No regrets. So I don't... I, <laughs> I'm just going to be me. Sorry, like, if anyone's mm-hmm. looking for more. I have no regrets coming in here. Yeah. I peed. I turned my phone to airplane mode. You don't. I called all my loved ones. I think I, <laughs> I think. I think. the key is Jim Carrey's funny as Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah. When I do an impression of Ace Ventura, it's just... And when anyone does an well, impression... Well, it's just an impression at this point. It's yeah. like in college when every friend of mine would watch including myself would watch the Chappelle show and then the next day we'd come in quoting it like game blouses no do you know what it is cocaine is is a hell of a drug it's Napoleon Dynamite it was 10 years before Napoleon Dynamite yeah. With everyone talking like Napoleon Dynamite. Human chapstick? Yeah. It hurts real bad. It hurts real bad. That movie was ruined by everyone overquoting it. Yeah. I'm glad now people quote it with nostalgia instead of like 
I was 12, so we didn't... I, at the time, over-quoting, I listened to, I listened to the Bone Thugs and Harmony of the Crossroads for three hours straight on a CD single. I could I could handle the repetition. Now, the older you get, you're like, shut up! I had that single. It's a great single. <laughs> it's a great single. It sounds like all the other Bone Thugs songs. This might be one of the... <laughs> incidentally. Yeah, they all sound the same. It's just, uh, yeah. You might have had a CD. I love... Bone thugs like just a full CD, CD, not just a single. You thought it was a single, it but you're like, Uncle Charles going. He couldn't be going in front of his home when an angel knew it was wrong. So, anyways, Ace Ventura. I remember when I first saw this. Um, th- this movie is probably one of the most quotable movies I've ever seen in the, especially out of the '90s. Yeah, comedies. So, so I like we had a little bit of an uh, an email exchange, and I was like, for for sound clips, I think yeah. we might just have to run the film. Yeah, just. Just like I don't know if we want to cut minutes. it up at all because yeah. like literally every single thing he says you could you could it's cut so it up funny. and quote it and so we're going downtown you know it's like just everything. so strange it's so weird it's so strange it's like warning clearly- assholes may be closer than they appear I say that constantly while driving like anytime somebody almost hits me yeah that's something I like to yell out yeah do you yell to your dog ever when your dog's walking <laughs> I should you should I should. What, so, well, your first impression of this, mine was that it was one of the funniest movies I'd ever seen. I'd watched Jim Carrey. I'd snuck to watch Jim Carrey on In Living Color because my parents didn't want me to watch it because mm-hmm. I was 12. And it was a little, it was a little dodgy for 12-year-olds to watch. Yeah. Uh, and this movie is definitely somewhat inappropriate for a 12-year-old. Uh, but I remember uh, this cracked me up so hard. I've probably seen this movie like 70 times. Yeah. Like, I, I would stupid think I was just times. saying to you, I saw it not when it was in theaters, but like relatively... Soon I have after the ticket it came stub off. for this still. This is really? the first ticket stub I ever saved, and I've saved everyone since. That's amazing. Yeah. How many ticket stubs? Just I'm putting them into a, I'm putting them into a like a, a photo album where you can put the like cellophane over uh-huh. them. How many pages do you have so far? Uh, I started with current day, and I'm working backwards. Uh-huh. So far, it's a lot. It's like a lot. A lot. It's going to take like th- like at least two albums. All right, we'll keep you guys we'll updated. Keep you guys on updated. That. Follow on Twitter. I'll keep uh, you updated. <laughs> no, but so what, what I was going to say when I saw it um, initially when I was young. Yeah. I what I remember thinking was this is for someone much older than me. It's it's a, you're this, saying it's a this mature, is mature content. <laughs> this is for mature audiences. And then I saw it again last night, and I was like, no, it is not. It's a child. This is a child's movie. Yeah. And it was so funny then, and like I laughed at things that weren't necessarily like the jokes, but I just laughed at like what clearly they intended kids to laugh at. Yeah. Just like the uh, like coming out of the bathroom soaking wet. Do not go, go in, in there. there. Woo! Yeah, that, like, I said that all the time. I think Um, I still say that sometimes to my wife. I'll come out of the bathroom (laughs) like, do not go in there. Woo! And she's like, oh, God. And, like, all you did was brush your teeth. Yeah. I use really pungent uh, toothpaste in there. It's really pungent. (laughs) Do not go in there. Woo! And then I love how he hits his pocket and the giant thing of water water comes out. out. And, like, I didn't really get the joke. I just thought it was, like, what I was watching was funny. Yeah. Um, and then I watched it again. Like I said, I watched it again last night, and it was it was still really fu- like it's undeniably funny. He's so good, and he's so original, and he's just like yeah. Clearly, this is conceived out of the mind of a genius, and like that is undeniable. And just watching it is amazing. And like other stuff that he did after that became like a little derivative of the character. Yeah. Um, but this in its original Except form Dumb was Dumber. exceptional. Dumb and Dumber is fantastic. Sure, Dumb and Dumber is fantastic. This movie though, I, I <laughs> just before we get into the plot in under three minutes, I. I do want to uh one of the scenes i didn't understand when i was 12 mm-hmm. but i understood it made me feel a little funny a little tingly <laughs> was the uh was the scene where the super busty woman with like i i remember that outfit like i vividly mm. that was like etched in my brain as a 12 year old kid because 
you, audiences watching nowadays who mm. are who are below the age who who grew up with high speed internet. You have no idea what it was like being a prepubescent or a or a kid in your teenage years when we were growing up. Uh, we the most we had was like scrambled Cinemax where you'd search for a half hour and see one nipple or the four Playboys you were able to buy from a yard sale down the street. There that was, you traded back and forth with your friends. There was literally a Demi Moore movie called Striptease. Yep. And it was not, I never saw it. It wasn't porn. But like, that's, that's the thing. I was like, oh, hell yeah. They made a movie called Striptease. We, gotta we have to see yeah. this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Or like, yeah, the video, the, or back of video store boxes where you'd sneak. Like, I remember when I was a kid, uh, I'd go to Mark's grocery store. And shout out to Mark. Shout out to Mark's going strong. Recession can't do nothing on Marks. Anyway, so... Slinging them groceries. We, that when the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue would come out... This is how innocent the 80s were. When the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue would come out, mm-hmm. I would get a Game Power magazine, or whatever, uh, Game Pro or Nintendo Power, and I would put the Sports Illustrated inside that one, like, like put it in there, and then I'd be by the magazine rack while my mom shopped, and I'd be looking at bikini photos... Pretending I'm looking at Nintendo games, and then when she'd come by, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm ready to go. Yeah, that's what they were. They were bikini photos. Bikini photos. They were fully clothed women. Now I could type in horse fucking on my phone, and that would come up. You could, or you I'm, have? I'm, oh, no, no, I mean... I'm, like, you could type it in again? I, like, I mean, it's in my search history. <laughs> uh, obviously. Obviously. Uh, I have an app. I have a horse fucking <laughs> app. Don't judge me. You had to jailbreak your You are to all that. into weird stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so, All right. mm-hmm. but this scene, the first scene where she's like, huge boobs, she's, at the time I thought really sexy, and now I'm kind of like, ugh, she's, <laughs> she's kind of like porn star, but like gross porn star-y. Okay. And, uh, and she's, I didn't understand what was going on when I was 12, because I lived a really sheltered life, and she's like, how can I ever repay you? Do you want me to take your pants off instead? And can we play that sound clip? Because it's the funniest blowjob scene. Now that I'm an adult, and, well, I've seen it since then, and I knew it was a blowjob, but... At the time, I had no idea what was going on. I had no concept. Before you play this, I honestly still don't know what was going on. I I don't know what she could have been doing to it. I thought it was a tackling drill, the way he was swinging around on the rafters. If it is a blowjob, it's the most... I mean, clearly that's a joke. It's the most painful tug-of-war, like, stretch Armstrong, just yank that shit around ever. Can we play the, uh... Would you like for me to take your pants off instead? Gee, let me think. Um, sure. Oh, a pee. We're real friendly around here. Whoa. And and just the fact that he's narrating it is also For the great. Love of Pete. <laughs> oh, getting real friendly around here. We're real friendly around here. You know, um, I uh. I went to um, uh, to Friendly's. Uh-huh. I don't know if you they had these in the Midwest. I don't know if they have. Oh them yeah, here. where they it was like a dine like a diner for families. They have ice cream. It's an ice cream parlor. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when I finished my meal, they came over and they brought me a free thing of ice cream. And I was like, well, wait, I didn't order this. You didn't have to do that. And they're like, it's on the house. You know why? We're real friendly around here. Whoa. And then I went, whoa, because it tasted so good. It was just really nice of them. You know I was what? trying to go not sexual with the joke. You did it. It yeah! was successful. Here's, here's what I'll contribute. One time mm-hmm. I found a lost dog and I brought it to a woman and she mm-hmm. was like, what if I just take your pants off? And I was like, we're real friendly around here. Pretty much, whoa. 
Was that on the nose? I think was that's that too on the nose? on the nose? Yeah, you're right. On the nose. You're right. I'm going to work on it. We have time today. Uh, in uh, in in New Orleans for my bachelor party, mm-hmm. uh, we were at a uh, uh, exotic dance club, and um, they were asking, they were saying what they could do for certain amounts of money, and I was like, I just want a lap dance. That's fine. And then she did this lap dance. She was very good at it, whatever. And then she whispered in my ear something about uh, what I could get for two hundred dollars. And I said, that's legal? And she looked at me and she just winked and said, We're real friendly around here. Whoa. By the way, that, that exotic dancer, she um, moved like a snake and talked like a Muppet. No joke. <laughs> she had the sexiest dance moves out of anybody, any dancer at my bachelor party. Which, which Muppet? And, and, but she was like, hey, so this is what you can get for $200. And uh, I just want you to know this. And it was just like, what the? Do you think she was like just trying to see what she could do to like... <laughs> make people not want to yeah. give her money yeah. it was so it's just very nice very nice girl so wait here let me let me just uh get back on top here from Please. from my first uh sound cue joke that wasn't Mm. Didn't, didn't land. Um, please, please, yeah, then we'll so continue. Then we'll move on. But I was, I was going through like a really bad breakup, mm-hmm. and I hadn't mm-hmm. seen the girl in a while. And like we met up for coffee to like exchange our stuff. Um, and she was like, "I really want to just be friends." And then she handed me all my stuff, and I was like, "We're real friendly around here." I like Whoa. it. You went full on passive aggressive, passive aggressive, super full passive aggressive. aggressive. Yep. All right, before we uh, get into a sound clip parade, which this show is going to be, fair warning, because that's all this movie is, is one amazing sound clip after another. Let's do the plot in under three minutes. Under three minutes. Are we ready? Ready. In five, four, three, two, one. So we start off with a detective who is in a UPS garb, and he's kicking around a package, and he's shaking it, he's breaking it. He gets this guy, he swaps out the stuffed animal for a dog. He goes into his car, the guy starts hitting it with a bat. He goes in, he gets the world's most amazing blowjob. Then we cut to a dolphin being kidnapped, and uh, then we cut to the... He goes home, and we realize that he's behind another rent. And to get this rent, he's going to find this bird. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he goes looking for the bird, but then he gets called in to to look for the... To find the dolphin. Snowflake, the missing dolphin. Snowflake, the missing dolphin. Uh, So he goes to the dolphin's facility, they've called the police but they he does get- a captain's log start eight 29.99 and he does four different uh, star, uh star trek impressions for no reason for no reason no reason at all and uh he finds out that there's this missing gold diamond from a championship mm-hmm, ring mm-hmm. and then and the it, press is there yeah. and he comes out he jumps out and pretends to be the german uh dolphin trainer yes um to very convincingly yes um and then uh, help me out. What goes next? And oh, then, uh, what next? oh, and then, then from oh, there, he goes to the police station yeah, yeah, yeah. and he talks out of his butt and he's like, "Where are you on the dolphin case?" Yeah. And the guy's like, "No, no, no, I can't, can't, can't." Oh, here's the stuff on the dolphin case. And yeah. he's like, "Okay, perfect." And um, then Sean Young, aka Not a Man, comes in and is like, "What are you doing here?" And she goes, "He's like, uh, your number's still nine one one. All righty then." And then what, what happens then? Oh, uh, God. And then, oh, and, and then he goes to the club and he goes, he goes to, to see club. his buddy. He meets his buddy, hacks, who hacks the in computer and, system and finds like people who have bought bought dolphin yep. moving yep. equipment yep. recently yep. Yep. and he finds out that one guy who's done it private citizen is like the they owner the of the party. dolphin so they go to the party yep they go to the party and at the party he finds what he thinks is snowflake and it turns out to be a giant great white shark who and just like, flings him around snowflake. it's not snowflake <laughs> he comes out do not go in there woo they leave then he goes on this hunt for finding out the the super bowl or the ring yeah because he sees the, the ring the guy's yeah. ring and he sees ring. that the guy has all the diamonds and in the he's ring. like oh shit so then it's a montage where he's chloroforming one guy mm-hmm. he's looking at another guy in the toilet which is one of the first of many homophobic jokes in this he, movie he flicks a guy off in the road <laughs> yeah. and like he 
gets beat. punched by a dude after yeah. he whips him with a towel. It just gets crazier and crazier. Then he crosses he, all the guys off. None yeah, of them have missing diamonds. Until on the he ring. realizes Ray Finkel was missing. Yep. Because he was the photo was taken later. So, so he, he goes to Ray Finkel's parents' house. And uh, Ray Finkel's parents uh, reveal that Ray Finkel's gone nuts. insane, and they show him his old childhood room, and he's written "Die Marino, Die" Cannibal all over Lecter, the place. Yeah. And he's like, "Uh oh, we got to protect Marino. Marino's going to this commercial shoot. Gets kidnapped, and he gets kidnapped. And then so then from there he goes and pretends he's insane, and he's uh, he's an athlete that can't. He's like blue forty one, blue forty two. <laughs> he's in a tutu, that famous outfit, and uh, he finds out from there that Finkel, uh, that that Einhorn, uh, Lois Einhorn, Einhorn is Finkel. that Finkel Lois Einhorn. Einhorn's name was stolen from a hiker. Einhorn's Finkel, Finkel, Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn. Oh, he uh, realizes Einhorn is a man. Then he follows her him to the docks where there's a showdown. He saves Ray Finkel. He, uh, he does he, the Mission Impossible stuff. He saves Dan Marino. Yeah. He saves Snowflake. Uh, and then, that, uh, then, and then he beats up a mascot. Oh yeah, the, then he, and then the Super Bowl. Like, he's a humanitarian. He's like, hey, yes, I am. All righty then. And we actually ended with two seconds to spare. That was you the know most what's weird. The most and the least successful. Yeah. Three minute yeah, summary say, that we've ever done. I would say that. Yeah. You know what's weird? I just realized. Tell me. I watched this last night, and I don't remember the German scene on my disc. Oh, weird. The the, the moment where he's like, because I remember that. He's like, yes, we talked to the dolphins. Yeah. And he like, is the dolphin. What happened? What why? happened to your disc? I have no idea. I don't know why it wasn't on there. You bought a janky disc. What the fuck? Was this a... I gotta rewatch it and make sure it's on there, or Cut. else I am returning Cut. this. We have to go figure By the way, out. it came from the deluxe... Double. Di- it has the Ace Ventura Pet Detective animated series. I didn't even realize. And that when nature existed. calls, I don't think the animated series has uh, Jim Carrey as the voice. Any, any following? Oh. Uh, there is a commer- uh, a episode called Natural Born Koalas. <laughs> I like it. I like the play what, on words. Can we can we talk about koalas that are not naturally born? <laughs> yeah, I wonder which which of them genetically are born koalas. So uh, let's get into this movie. Let's yeah, pick it apart I, a little bit. So first yeah. thing I want to say: this movie is flawless, and so anything we pick apart yes. is. Is merely just yes. for whimsical. This, this fun. movie is definitely like if you put, if you wanted uh, aliens to know what the '90s was was oh, like, yeah. this would be what you would put in a time capsule. Isn't that what it's called? It's called time, a ta- yeah, yeah, time capsule. Yeah. You would put this movie and like um, I'm trying to think of what else. Crisscross, maybe uh, for sure could go in there for sure. Uh, what else? Saved by the Bell was more eighty. No, that's nineties. Mm, that's nineties. Yeah, TGIF. TG- the whole oh, Friday Night Line. Everything on TGIF. Yeah, just shove that all in there. Mm, and Sports that was Illustrated our, swimsuit edition. Exactly. That yep. was all our entertainment for the nineties. Yep. Because this movie nowadays, like watching it now, it's so funny how uh, not necessarily like hyper PC we are, but how um, more aware of jokes I am now. Yeah. Like we talked about a little yeah. bit. This movie has so many homophobic jokes, which are still funny, but by today's standards would be considered offensive. Well, okay. Jokes, yes, but there's like two, there's one significant montage and then another like clip of a scene. There's a montage where after he realizes he's made out with a man. Not like had sex with a man or no, anything. No, just not kissed that, a not man. Not that extreme. Just kissed a man yeah. and made the your gun is rubbing up against my leg joke and then realizing that was probably a dick. Definitely he, a dick. Well, then we find out later the dick's tucked. So I don't know. Could have been a gun. She tucked it right before he ripped it. That's what it was. Okay. All right. Well, regardless, these are the thoughts going through his head. There's a montage of him crying in the shower, Burn. plunging his face, <laughs> throwing up multiple times, throwing up, squeezing an entire tube of toothpaste into his mouth, burning his clothes. Yeah. It's like, okay. 
right. So we were a little less tolerant of uh, that in, the, in 1994. And this is a man who sleeps with a jungle of animals. Yeah. Just incidentally. Like, he's not the cleanest man alive. Yeah, I think he, you know, uh, he overreacts. Well, you could say that. Sure. <laughs> you could, say, you could that. say that. You could say it's an overreaction. Yeah. But it's funny how, like, I don't know if that could be cleared in a movie nowadays because it's it's it a hundred percent would not it's it's you couldn't even touch that and now and then in the end when they all find out that she's tucking a la like the crying game style or yeah. whatever or, or Buffalo Bill in uh, Silence of the Lambs yeah. like the entire police force starts spitting and, starts and, like, spitting there's one like, guy that what? spits and looks right in the camera and laughs it was amazing <laughs> he goes like <laughs> it was incredible there was a couple times where the doctor in the in the asylum. When he slams his head on the bench, uh-huh. you see the doctor, the back of the doctor go, <laughs> the doctor cracks up like three times. You could you could sort of tell, like, when they made their cuts, like, immediately after they made their cuts, you could tell that, like, Somebody, everyone every... else on set was just like... Because <laughs> it's insane. It's How crazy. Did, he's he's crazy. a crazy man. So, I, but, so, yeah. what I was going to follow up mm-hmm. with, this movie is flawless. There are two things that aside from the homophobia that I did want to touch on very specifically one there have been 50 super bowls there have been however many number of championship games never once has a dolphin performed at halftime never, never. once it's always a top of the charts billboard artist yeah. no one has ever been like sweet the dolphin is doing the halftime show That's never they never have That's and they point. never will yeah. the second thing huge plot hole guys huge plot hole well it's important cuz he's Fantasy land. clearly a pet detective um, so that was important. Have you forgotten Left Dolphin so quickly? Uh, maybe I never knew about Left Dolphin. What is Left Please Dolphin? describe Left Dolphin to me. Uh, it was in the Katy Perry. Uh, oh yeah, bit. <laughs> but it was related, right? It was related and to Katy Perry, a, and it was a costume. It wasn't the oh, main yeah. event. It wasn't real. <laughs> left Dolphin. You're right. There it is. There it is. You can't see it at home, so we're just going to keep but, talking about but it. But if someone, if someone had. Kidnapped Lev Dolphin, like no one. Katy Perry, oh, people would have panicked. No, you're wrong about that. Maybe I feel like you would have panicked. You, <laughs> God, Katy Perry's so attractive. Anyways, I'm gonna get distracted. Um, okay, but then the second thing is in this kidnapping scheme. Yeah, the secondary target was the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, the primary target was the Dolphin. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. That's uh, maybe they were worried that if they if they kidnapped Dan Marino too soon that they would find him and he could still play the game perhaps yeah but also it was was bad on his like booking agent to book him on a commercial like the day of the super bowl or the day before bad bad on his people and bad on the team like get those guys locked down come on so anything can happen let's let's get into this because we only have a little bit we have about a half hour still to uh, a little bit 25 minutes good that's let's start from the beginning and let's talk about our favorite i mean the whole movie is my favorite thing (laughs) but i remember just like cracking up so much and sometimes when i get boxes that are beat up in the mail i'm like fucking ace ventura delivered this because just the way he goes about it kicking it down the hall it's so aggressive my favorite is when he clenches it in his feet and then does like the handstand and kicks it over his head yeah it's amazing. I, I like the elevator because no one else in the elevator seems to care that he's holding up their day yeah. by just being a dick. Yeah, they're just more like, this is like, weird. Hey, you're just... delivering this package. Aren't you concerned about yeah. this package? Ooh, uh, my bad. Also, the guy, like, clearly I'm against this guy because my favorite part of every day is receiving the mail. Right, yeah. This and this guy a... gets the package and is just like, couldn't give a fuck. No, he's clearly a terrible I human hate being. Him. He's a terrible human being. He's the worst. Ugh. He can't even tell that a stuffed dog is a stuffed dog until like 10 minutes after. 
And then this is where one of my first sound clips comes up, after, uh, aside from the blowjob one, is where he's, he's running out, because I was like, that's a weird fake pillow. that he, And then I forgot, oh, yeah, he has a, dog, a stuffed dog in there to switch out. Then when he pulls out the dog, and he says the loser clip, can we play loser? Not last loser, but the who, the her. One, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, in every contest, there must be a loser. The who, the her. Here's what I want to know about this movie, please. I want to know, did Jim Carrey plan out anything? Or was it all, <laughs> just, was it all just like, this take I'm going to be as fucking weird as humanly possible? Like, I wonder if this was like premeditated. Because like, I do improv when I do stuff too but then other times I'll like plan out jokes like I wonder how much of this was pre-planned and premeditated or if it was just like nope I'm just every take wild as shit can can anyone tell me uh, was Ace Ventura a character that he did on In Living Color I don't think do you know? so it wasn't I don't think so because this was his like launch right yeah this, this was, was this was his first introducing Jim Carrey to the world mm-hmm. um, well I think clearly like Loser was part of the character because he did it a bunch and of times and then yeah, and alrighty then. Um, so there were a couple things that I think he had a and framework. That, <laughs> well, yeah, just like behaving like animals yeah. was clearly in there. Yeah. Like he did that it's several times. It's just so times. good and so funny that I don't know, like, it's so bizarre his choices but in this movie. I would have loved to be on set and watch the director, like, give him a line reading. <laughs> be like, actually, can you emphasize the sir in like, Loser? Yeah. I, I have a feeling the director was just like, <laughs> Good, keep going, just keep rolling <laughs> Keep rolling, Jim so, They're like a, a little short on the loser Can you lengthen it? Yeah. Can you stretch that out a bit? Well, I mean, some of us watched the presidential debates on Monday <laughs> uh, I won't say who, but there was a very clear And that's as political as I'll get right now But uh, it was just an easy, I mean, easy that, was, that was politics That was politics yeah. That was politics And then um, then So we already talked in length At the hilarious roller coaster blowjob Which uh, he had to have had some chafing from uh, And then uh, when he <laughs> Or like go- broken bones maybe yeah. We don't know <laughs> Broken penis bones That's real right uh, When he goes to uh, When he goes home and you realize His landlord Still to this day I try and figure out ways to say, yes, Satan. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were someone else in <laughs> as many circumstances as I can. Can we play that clip just because it makes me so giddy? Ventura. <laughs> yes, Satan. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You sounded like someone else. You sounded like someone else. I love that. And then he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with you, his head like remaining right next to Jim Carrey's head, just like coughing up a lung into his ear. Yes, yeah, Satan. Oh my that's God. A, that's dude from Breaking Bad, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The old guy in the he's wheelchair. So good. He's so good. Oh my god! I don't even know how to riff on that, but it's well, just one of my and favorite. We also like ever. never went back to that. There was like they set up no, this conflict no. of like the, <laughs> the landlord's going to be a problem, and nope. that was the last time we saw that? him. And he's like, "I heard animals in there scratching around," and he signals him with the keys. And then when he opens it, there's no animals. And then the the landlord's clearly still right outside the, the, the door. Moment he leaves, <laughs> he's right outside the, the door. Moment he leaves, he whistles, and then arr, arr, and all like these animals, like a menagerie, yeah. a full oh, on zoo comes strong out. Strong word, right? Yeah. That's what I know. God, I, I should have prepared. I, I have very good words. You didn't prepare. <laughs> I usually don't prepare, but I have good words. Hey, listen. If you're using words like that, you are for sure a... Uh... Lehu. Lehu. Uh, Zach. You know, when Zach... Uh, Zach usually is a winner in the booth. And every once in a while, I think he d- gets distracted. And whoever's distracting you in that booth, Zach, is a... Lehu. Lehu. 
Unless it's Steven, because he's technically my boss, so he's not. Um, anyways. Steven's the best. Is he my boss? Yeah, he is. I think so. I have a boss. Uh, shout out. <laughs> shout out to Steven, my boss. Ventura. Uh, yes, Satan? Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. sir. You sounded like, like someone, someone else. else. So then uh, we... Um, when Ace Ventura gets the call, after he d- falls off the roof from the, the dove, uh, <laughs> and he pulls in the car... I, another sound clip I use, I, I use constantly whenever I'm parking, and it's a tight fit mm-hmm. because he swerves around. And can we play like a glove? Like a glove. I don't even know what to do about this movie other than just <laughs> keep playing sound clips and laughing at him because fuck me, this movie has so many good quotable. He like a glove, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You, do you know what though? I heard um, when Johnny Cochran was going through his closing yeah. arguments, yeah. Um, and he was writing them out, and he was like. I might go with if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Yeah, but before. I might go with that. But also, what I might go with is. He like a glove. You know, the first time uh, I ever tried on a condom, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I was I didn't know what size because I didn't know what to do, and and the one I have in a pick, I just, it fit perfect, and I just looked at it and was like. And then I thought, man, it'd be even better if there was a woman in the room with me right now. But, yeah. You know, you got to try it on before. You got it. Trial when, run. As soon as that Sports Illustrated swimsuit comes in the mail. <laughs> it's safer than a sock. Isn't that what they said in uh, in American Pie when his dad, yeah. Find, yeah, yeah. when Eugene Levy finds his condoms in the room, he's like, well, it's safer than a sock. Which is true. It is. That's it is. Eugene Levy speaks the truth. Mm. So then, um, then he goes... And he meets Courtney Cox, and this movie set up like a. I didn't realize this ever before, which is ridiculous. Um, until last night when I was watching, actually this morning when I was thinking about it, I was like, this movie set up almost like a parody of noir films, like the detective story. And I know that should be super obvious to me, but I'd never thought of like the tropes of like uh, the female, uh, the the sexy female, which is kind of the Sean Young character in this, who seduces him. And then, like, uh, even Courtney Cox's character, and then the dead, the dead other... Per- There's a lot of things that are tropes of, like, noir films. Sure. It's just this movie's done in such a non-noir way that I don't think it, it ever connected until today in a loose way. But- well, because, like, it's so much character. Like, this <laughs> so movie is much. so much character, yeah. and, like, the plot is clearly secondary. Super secondary. Um, but, yeah. When, he's, when he meets with Melissa, a.k.a. Courtney Cox, who's smoking hot in this movie, by the way, uh, when, she, when he's eating the nuts... And he's yeah, spilling the, uh, sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds, and yeah. he's just spilling them all over the table. And she looks at him, and can we play this sound clip? It's just going to be another sound clip. Why not? The oh yeah, sorry. The uh, uh, smoking is a disgusting habit. Zach, Zach, smoking is a disgusting Zach. habit. Habit smoking. Don't smoke. I don't smoke. The problem is we gave him twenty five like sound clips. Mm-mm. I don't smoke. It's a disgusting habit. Because he has all this shit in his teeth. In his teeth, and it, like everything that's been in his mouth is now Just on the desk. Spittle Just and... on the desk. <laughs> it's a disgusting it's habit. It's a disgusting habit. You know, um, <clears throat> I have I have a few disgusting habits. That's I, not true. I I bite my nails, which is I gross. Yeah. Like, and it's usually like I find it. It's in traffic, or if I'm watching a really intense movie. And my wife in traffic, she'll just look over at me and be like, it's a disgusting habit. And I go, you're right. You're right. You're you know right. what? I was driving the other day, speaking of getting caught in traffic. Yeah. Um, and this, like, I don't know what to call it, like flock of nuns yeah. came out of their church. Yeah. And they had spaghetti sauce 
all over their face and all over their nun getup. And I looked at them and I said to myself, It's a disgusting habit. <laughs> That's the best use of <laughs> I can't top that. <laughs> Sister Act 2, back in the habit. Back in the oh, habit. that was a disgusting habit. Um, we're, uh, we're done. What's that? Oh, we're done? We're... <laughs> that one. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We're it. We're Mike it. Dropped. That's it. Sorry. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if we just ended the show and the audience is like, what the fuck? Well, well, All ten people listening live right now. They'd be they so would have been... back in five minutes. Just wait longer. Oh, my God. I say that all the time. If I go to, like, the bathroom and the grocery store or if I'm, like, going to check the mail, I'll just look at my wife and go... If I'm, not, if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. If Zach doesn't play the sound clip in five minutes, we'll just wait longer. Uh, I do that when I take naps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to get a quick one in there, just five minutes, and then we'll leave. Yep. And I, I'd say to my wife, <laughs> if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. <laughs> What happened there? Oh my god! I hit two sound clips. That was a trying to interact mix. with the people who are joining us live. What's oh. up, live people? What's up, live people? If anybody's saying anything uh, that we should incorporate, let us know, Zach. I want to. I want to talk to him. What do they say uh, about the Star- thing? Star Drew wants uh, Michael. Some, uh, thinks we missed the Michael Jackson jokes with. Uh... He like a club. Oh we did. damn it! We did. We did. Oh, you're right. Son of a bitch. I mean, I'm going to regret that for the rest of my life. I mean, I could try it now and it'd just be like, now we're just stealing your joke. Yeah. I'm just going to move on. Makes me so sad. But go- Wait, what What was the name of the person that pointed that, that out? That was Star Drew. Star Drew. Well done, Star Drew. Well done, Star Drew. Thank you. You are a winner. Star Drew, you're making us look bad. So then, <laughs> when he goes to the... This is another one where I wonder if, like... This was written in the script, or if he just showed up, and instead of... I, I bet in the script it was like, hey, I'm going to go talk to Tone Loke, the, uh, the, the <laughs> other detective, or whatever his name is, what, Mr. Wild Thing. Um, he speaks to Tone Loke. I bet in the script it was just normal. And then when he showed up on set, he's like, excuse me, may I ask you... I would love to see the outtakes of the first time he talked with his butthole to Tone Loke, because yeah. I'm sure he lost it. Just for shits and giggles, pun intended, can we play the... Excuse me! I'd like to ask you a few questions. I like how he gives his ass like a much more guttural yes, voice. Yes. Like his ass has been smoking for his probably years. His ass has been years. through a lot of shit. Hey! Oh, God. That was too easy. And then he's Actually, like, a lot of shit has been through his ass. You're like, right. Let's be specific, let's be specific about specific. this. You're right. The, uh, I, and then he keeps going on with it where it's like, <clears throat> Can, do you have a mint or some banaka? And I never noticed as a kid he's saying, oh, sodomy. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. sodomy. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I never understood that. Weren't there two songs, like both songs that he sang? Assholamia, yeah. oh sodomia. And yeah. like, I didn't know what sodomy meant when I was twelve. How could you? This is not a chi- this is a children's movie. If you did listen, not. if you, if you knew did, what did, sodomy was at twelve years was... old, I think our paths would have <laughs> would have gone in much different yes. directions. We might not be yeah, here yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, I would have been going to a, a church in Boston. Whoopsies, <laughs> whoopsie daisy. And then we we're introduced to. Uh, Lois Einhorn, sexy Sean Young, Blade Runner, who I thought was a man, a very convincing woman. A man dressed <laughs> up as a very convincing woman when I was twelve, and, and I me, did gave me last mixed night. feelings when I was a twelve year old. Uh, especially the way they react to homosexuality in this movie gives you really mixed feelings. When you're so like, confused, but I'm co- attracted to Sean Young. I don't understand. But you're throwing up and plunging your mouth. How could you know what to do with that? You don't point? even know. It's how so could confused. You know? I love how he greets her. Can we play Holy Testicle Tuesday? 
Fantastical Tuesday. Now, I may have told this story already, and forgive me if I have. I'm excited to rehear it. But um, it's a little... It's, I, I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac, and um, a friend of mine had, it gets a little dark at first, but it gets better, had testicular cancer, and he, he but he's fine, he had it removed everything, but I felt some, like pain one time, about like 10 years ago, shortly after, and I was like, oh god, I have it, I'm freaking out, I was freaking out, and this is legitimately a true story, it's not me joking on cancer to be funny, it's legitimately a true story, I went to the doctors to get it tested, checked out, and they do like a, um, not a mammogram, like an ultrasound mm-hmm. on your balls. And I thought, oh, it'll be a guy because it's I'm a man and I have testicles and it's going to be a guy doctor. So a female nurse comes in and, and she's pretty hot. And I'm like, okay, but she'll leave the room and the guy doctor will come in. And she goes, oh, the doctor will be right in. And then this even hotter female doctor comes in. <laughs> and then the hot nurse stands in there too as I'm just like, I have a paper towel over my crotch and I have to like lift it up and just show my balls and she starts rubbing the the ultrasound on there and it's like this warm like lubricant mm-hmm. and these two and I'm like I'm pretty sure pornos have started this way but uh, I forgot what the sound clip was even. oh oh <laughs> and I just wanted to look at both of them and just say holy testicle Tuesday but instead let's see if Zach knows what clip I want to say next instead I just looked at downstairs and I said he found Captain Winky <laughs> or that that's even better <laughs> I was going to say, down boy, but I like, he found Captain Winky. And I, the whole time, like, I couldn't stop focusing other than like, down boy, I think is all I kept thinking because I was just like, uh, you, down boy. You literally had cancer checked on the set of SNL, I think. <laughs> that's what it like, feels like. I, that's what it feels that's like. That's the only thing that could that's have been true like. there. I wrote it into a, a, the short we're in, the Josh Condition. Yeah, yeah. You can check it out online, Josh maybe. Condition. Maybe. I think it's on there called The Josh Condition. Jesse and I are in it. It's a short I wrote. And that scene is in where a hot nurse feels up my balls. Anyways. True to real life. But and, you, do you know what? I like started an exercise program a couple weeks ago. And like I started on Friday, and it was it was leg Friday, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that's the worst. Leg day is the worst. Ugh. Everyone knows that. Um, and then we did we did chest Saturday, uh, and then we did arms Sunday, uh, and then we did cardio Monday. And I came in on Tuesday, and I was like, what's going on Tuesday? And my trainer was like, <laughs> down boy. <laughs> He set you up, Zach. He set you up with every day of the week. My, my trainer was not like that. Holy testicle Tuesday. I appreciated it. I mean, I was I was excited to be there. Uh, yes, so that makes were. sense that he would have said down boy. So then he goes to, we already talked about the rich guy's party where he gets attacked by a great white shark. Yeah. And his scream is so funny because he's like, Aah! and then he's flung around kind of like, Elizabeth Berkeley when she's having sex with Kyle MacLachlan in Showgirls in the pool. Yeah. It's a similar amount of force and It's also around. like the inverse of his blowjob. Yeah. Like, the, the blowjob, he's like stationary up yeah. here and his legs are swinging around. Yeah. And the shark, he's stationary down there and his yeah. front is, or his top is just like it's, slapping around. The sight gags in this movie are never ending. And so, uh, we already played the do not go in there. We don't need to get into that again. But, um... We talked about how he figured out the championship ring. You don't really need to go into plot here, but uh, I forgot one of my favorite moments in the montage is the spoof on Over the Top when he has the big beard yeah. and he's doing the arm wrestling and then um, he gets flung across the room. Oh, God, it's so funny. It's so funny. Everything about that monster, like... It's so good. Clearly what he could have done is just gone up to each person and shook their hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just been like, hi, nice to meet you, Ace Ventura, mm-hmm. if you need Instead, a pet nope. found. No. He's, Road rage, get yeah. flicked off. Mm-hmm. 
uh, whip a towel in a steam room, get punched, count the jewel markings yep. in your head. Tracking a professional athlete down on a running track. Yep. And then finally multiple times, chloroforming, chloroforming him. him. Uh, which I'm pretty sure is illegal. Because you just bring that with you when you're going to the track. Uh, when you're Ace Ventura and yeah. you're a hidden sociopath, yes, you yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, the funniest one, though, that's super offensive nowadays is when he's looking over the urinal and he's and the guy thinks he's looking at his dick, and at first he's like this, and then he's like, and then he smiles, and then he has the then it then it, it escalates to him following Ace Ventura prancing, prancing like this, like a like a um, kangaroo with his <laughs> so, arms up, just like bouncing after. By him. today's standards, so offensive, but there's an innocence to it. They don't mean anything by it, but it's like holy shit, oh my god. They're like literally the thought process is: Do you know it would be funny? If someone was gay, yeah, that's what it is. Oh, that'd be hilarious, that would right? Be if he kissed hilarious. a dude, oh my god, it's so funny. So then, they, Roger Protector dies. Which poor guy. Poor guy. He poor gets thrown guy. out the window because eventually we find out why. But here, this is one of the other. I didn't even pull the clip because it's more of a sight gag when he does the. Ah, yeah. ah, <laughs> ah. How many times? I don't know about you, but I've gone to so many hotel rooms and tried that <laughs> just to see if it works. <laughs> Eight times out of ten, it doesn't unless it's a nice hotel. But I'll just stand there and go like, "Ah, ah, ah." it's so fun. Like literally, one time would have been funny, and two times would have been too much. And he does it like five times, and it circles back to funny. It's the family somewhere in there. Family guy uh, technique where it just circles back to being hilarious. Yeah, God, I love this movie. So, so then, oh my God, we're running out of time. Yeah, don't have enough time. I don't know where that came from. But uh, <laughs> he hooks up with... So Melissa is like completely weirded out with him, a.k.a. Courtney Cox, until they go on this... He finds out the one thing about the ring, and they go... To, and, and there's like a little bit of... He shows that he can be a little bit of an investigative detective. All and she then, needed was a little bit of competence out of that's him. That's it. That's a and little bit. And she was just ready to go. And hey, you're not safe, because Roger's dead. And and then they're banging to... And it's like, well, how how easy is it to get? I've never gotten laid that easy in my life. He's got a charm to him, man. He, he's like the James Bond of pet detectives, <laughs> of completely spastic, but yeah, let's, pet detectives. Let's run that sequence back. Yeah, he goes from completely incompetent in her eyes to a little bit competent. He says that she should stay over because her friend just died. Um, She's not really that sad about it. Not really that sad, and like also probably not related to her. No. Um, and then she's like, "Yeah, it's on. Yep, let's do it." After like being completely weirded out by him for three times. a third of the movie, and then she's like, three times. Sorry, I must be tired." Okay, I'm ready to go again. <laughs> it's just like, ah, I bet it's something. When I see that in movies, I'm like, ah, oh, the comedian really loved to pretend they can go four times yeah. in a row. <laughs> well, and then like the oh, that's never happened to me before. <laughs> that's never happened to me before. And it left me wondering like which part of it never happened yeah. to him before that he got tired or that like because yeah. she said three times like did she like yeah was it was three it, times for her yeah. or was it three times or for it, him or was it like three separate times right. I'm so confused. We need it one day. When or did I, he have three episodes or three issues of Time Magazine on his desk? Like three we, times. They, they never panned over. You're so right. we that don't might know. Be it. That might we be what it was. We just don't know. I like it. So uh, we find out that it's Ray Finkel. He goes to his hometown 
where he meets Ray Finkel's parents. And I didn't pull the sound clip, but it's a really funny one where he opens, Hi, I'm looking for Ray Finkel and a clean pair of shorts when the gun gets <laughs> the to gun his face. Right in his face. He shits himself. Um, he meets the mom and dad, and the mom is so funny, but also so psychotic so in how strange. she talks. Yeah. Can we play the uh, Ray Finkel's mother quote, please, Zach? Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and rot in hell. Would you like a cookie, son? It's not that far off from what my relatives are putting about politics on my, <laughs> on my Facebook page. I won't say which candidate or what they're saying, but it's, it's eerily similar, it's similar to, to, to what, what some of my relatives say this on is my a, Facebook. This is a dumb question, but can you die of gonorrhea? I don't think so. I don't think so. But that's, I mean, obviously, I mean, beside the to, point. But like, if you die of gonorrhea, you have to like probably really just have no. You are like you don't covered get, in you gonorrhea. You don't get penicillin. You don't like. <laughs> you don't do anything to stave off infections you, or anything like you that. You are diagnosed, and you're like whatever. Whatever. I like. I'm it. I'm gonna continue getting gonorrhea. Like you're actively getting yeah. gonorrhea after you I have mean, it. ODB got burnt by gonorrhea twice. He said in one of his rap songs. Damn. That is that where the D comes from? I think so. The dirty. Old dirty bastard. I love it. Before so, that, he was just old bastard. So she's completely insane. She takes him up to the room. It's like a, a serial killer's bedroom. So not only is it a serial killer's bedroom, but the whole house is covered in graffiti of like, you suck, Finkel. Like, you missed the kick. You're a choker. Have Why wouldn't they have repainted that? And then yeah. also, his room is covered in dye Dan Marino. And I feel like they probably should have painted that also. But she says she left it how he wanted it. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, uh, okay, I thought they were telling me only another few minutes. So we meet the the family from hell, and he realizes that he, Shady Acres uh, mm-hmm. insane mental, mental institution mm-hmm. goes there, and there's not a ton of sound clips in there, but there's some of my favorite sight gags in that, which the, is the whole Blue 41, when he goes... Halftime, and he goes and splashes water in his face, and then slams his head on the on the bench. On the bench, yeah. One one so of my funny. lasting images because I saw it, like I said, when it first came out, and then yeah. I didn't see it for a very long time. I, I don't think I've seen it since then. I saw it a couple times then, and then I saw it again last night. But one of my the lasting images that I had of this movie was the slow mo, the super oh, slow mo yeah. when he's in Let's the in instant replay. The leotard, yeah. And then he does it. Yeah, he goes back. And I love it how it ends with. I'll never so forget good. that. Oh god, it's, it's so funny. So good. And when he hides in the box, and he's trying to get, he's trying to fit in there because he's uh, the security, the security guard or whatever's coming in, or the nurse. Uh-huh. And and then that shot from above with his foot and. It just all explodes, and he sprawls out, and everything falls out. It's such a funny sight gag. It's yeah. just like, it's ridiculous. I wish we could just play clips, but you guys have seen it. You know it's funny. This movie's so hard to, like, rag on, because I love it so much. It's just the best. I, it's just the best. I like, love it. Everything, like, you know, we're not here to rag on movies. How, yet, so how much fun did they have when they were like, this is the weirdest character in the world, and everyone thinks he's insane? Let's give him a scene in an insane asylum yeah. and just see what happens. Because he goes because it's so good. Like he everything he does there, yeah, he ratchets it up even more. Just when you're like, oh, how can Ace Ventura get even weirder? Oh, are there levels to Ace Ventura? Yeah. There are. Yeah. Here is level ten. I almost wonder if they made a movie like this nowadays. I feel like he would every once in a while have to talk like a normal human. He being. does. Like he gives little bits of it. Bits. Like really, really. Small and like disparate bits. The only time I remember him being normal is when he's telling the fake story about the dog attacking him in his dream. When he's like, I was young and the dog was coming after me, dug his teeth in, and then I woke up and I felt the back. And then, it, like, that's the only time I remember right. him having a remotely real moment. And then he like tags it with a yeah. like, yeah. yeah, his weird dog bark thing. Yeah, but there were a couple of moments, I think, with Courtney Cox where he gets like kind of real. 
there were a couple. I guess couple. Yeah, there yeah, were a kinda. couple. But just like like I said, very very brief moments where you could like see a glimpse of like yeah, yeah. he he's gonna see. do like serious stuff. Yeah, in oh, his yeah. future. And that's like, actually, I mean, I love Ace Ventura. I love Dumb and Dumber. But my favorite Jim Carrey stuff is is Truman Show and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless. Yeah, Mind. and weren't you saying um, Apartment Twenty Three? Yeah, <laughs> you were thinking Don't Trust a Bitch in Apartment Twenty Three. Yeah, I was. Uh, it's actually the number twenty. The number twenty three. I never I, saw that movie. Uh, you don't need to. I never saw it. It's fine. So we he goes to Einhorn to tell him to tell her him that uh, is about Ray Finkel, Finkel is that Finkel did it, and Einhorn immediately makes out with him. Your gun is digging into my hip, and uh, and that's when he goes home. Think Finkel Einhorn Finkel Einhorn Einhorn Finkel Einhorn. And that scene again stops being funny, then starts being funny again. Yeah, it goes full circle. Yeah. That's when we already talked at length about the montage of him plunging his mouth. Well, and then I also, just to, like, take it back to when he goes into Einhorn's yeah. office and she goes into the bathroom. She's like, when, I am out of, when I'm done in the bathroom, you need to be out of here. I also <laughs> always used to be like, is it going to be a number one or, or a number, number two? two? I just want to know how much time I have. It's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. This movie's amazing. It's so uh, fun. What's that? Oh, I thought I heard Zach, but maybe not. Um, so then uh, he puts it all together. We already talked about how he fi- the fist fight in the end between yeah three minutes. Got it. The fist fight between um, Einhorn or Finkel, I guess Finkel Einhorn mm-hmm. and and Ace Ventura is so funny in the end where he's like body slamming her. They're like cracking. They're just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. And then she's like sitting there the whole time. I watched her in the background out of focus while Ace Ventura was talking, and Sean Young is just like, oh, she's just freaking out. Yeah. She's it's having so like a breakdown. I so I did the weird. same thing. It's actually kind of unnerving how long it goes and how like kind of crazy it gets. Where she's like, I feel bad for her him. Like I almost, I almost feel like she didn't necessarily know if she was on camera or not. But they were like, we need you here. We might get you <laughs> in this take. That's what it looks like. And she was just like, okay, I'll just like because she wouldn't. She's untethered. She yeah. like nothing's holding her back from like no. getting after Ace Ventura. No. But he has this like two to three minute monologue yeah, and, and she just has to be there so she's just like spazzing out she's just like stuck it's ridiculous and he keeps being like the hair oh it's really on there yeah these oh there's boobs you can get that overnight and then dan marino tells him look behind and that's when you turn and as a kid i didn't understand i literally thought she just had big hemorrhoids and i didn't get it but last night when I watched it, I was like, oh, that's clearly a penis tucked in. Yeah. With I just, I honestly just like didn't get it. Yeah. I did like, I didn't even go so far as to be like, probably hemorrhoids. <laughs> I was just like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. I know he's saying that's a man. So, <laughs> so I just go with it. I guess it's Can a man. Can we please play the Captain Winky clip? Because this is what happens when he finds out the, uh, the Buffalo Bill tuck. That's why Roger Pedactor is dead. He found Captain Winky. You know, uh, <sighs> I went to um, Bubba Grump's Shrimp Company, mm-hmm. and uh, they're all very, it's like sailor attire. It's all very, like, sea-themed, you know? Sure. A, a lot of Forrest Gump stuff. And um, <clears throat> they were looking for this, this, this dog that's like a mascot, which I thought was a little bit kind of unsanitary in a restaurant anyways. You're right. But it, it, the dog was running around, running around. They kept calling for it, whistling for it. And then finally, they found it. They lifted it up, and this woman was so happy, she was crying. And I realized the dog's name when she yelled out, He found Captain Winky! It's a weird <laughs> name for a dog. But it, it turns out that the dog had one eye. So Yeah. It's kind of a sad name. That is, that's a bummer. I was, a uh, I was accompanying a friend of mine. Yeah. He was going on a Tinder date, mm-hmm. um, and he was like, "I'm really nervous. It's my first time going on a Tinder date. Can you just like hang in the coffee shop?" And I was like, "Yeah, no problem." So I like went, 
and he was like looking around and he couldn't find the person and uh there was a girl at a booth a couple a couple rows down and she just kept like winking at him yeah 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 and like it was it was kind of strange and he like went over and he like looked at his the picture on his phone he looked at her and then he sat down in the booth and i said to myself he found captain winky ah Captain Winky, and now they're married and have two kids. Is there? Can we do a Michael Jackson Captain Winky joke? Yeah, is there a Michael Jackson? I just want to cover bases. I just want to, yeah, I just want to cover all bases since the, we missed. Yeah, uh, the rejected name for uh, Disney's uh, Friday. They're trying a lot of things, and uh, <laughs> one, one day Walt just walked in. And he's like, "I know what we got to call it, ja- Michael Jackson's watch." He found Captain Winky, and they're like, "Ah, Walt, we usually just blindly agree with anything you say." They call him Walt. They, it wasn't Mister Disney. It was like <laughs> super disrespectful. It's really disrespectful because <laughs> they shot down his Captain Winky. Look here, Walt, and they called him Walt. <laughs> so. Anyways, I mean, Jesus, then it ends with him beating the shit out of the mascot because he, Mascots he, deserve he it. swats the, the bird away. And it's such a funny scene. I love this movie so much. I hope you guys have enjoyed us just playing sound clips and <sighs> laughing at him and attempting to make it's really it's a disgusting habit. It's a disgusting habit. It stands up so well. Go watch it again if you haven't watched you it in should. a while. It's and, so good. And I'm going to watch Ace Ventura When Nature Calls and probably not the cartoon or the third movie where it's his son there's a kid detective I'm not gonna watch that Ace Ventura but I recommend watching Ace Ventura Pet Detective we will be back next week uh, hopefully at the same time if not we'll tweet out what time Uh, until then Jesse where can they find you at too much Jesse oh that's very quick on Twitter or I was just uh, a couple minutes ago just walking the streets of North Hollywood so you might be able to find me there also and what about sketch or anything you got anything Uh, yep promlosers.com check it out it's coming soon um, and yeah, that's what I got. All right. I am at the Ben Begley and at Guilty Movie Guys is our Twitter page here. Also, in case you haven't heard this a thousand times, my wife and I did the Funhouse Massacre. It's going to be a Halloween tradition uh, if you make it one. <laughs> so make it one. Uh, go check it out. It takes place on Halloween night. It'll get you in the Halloween spirit. It's gory. It's funny. There's a booby or two in it. I'm in it. My wife's in it. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. We're and if you check it you. out, Tweet at me. Let me know what you thought. Even if you didn't like it, tell me. I want to know. Tweet at me. It. I'll talk with you about exactly. it. I saw talk it. Talk shit about it. Talk good shit about it. Only good shit. That's it for us this week. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, what is your guilty movie pleasure? From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.